0: Y'all, I love Christmas. I really do. I'm a staid and serious Anglican, and I'm not supposed to crack a smile or play a goofy carol until December 24th at the very earliest, but I do. I put my tree up with the best of them on Thanksgiving weekend, I mean, um, Advent 1, My kids and I, we've been listening to John Denver and the Muppets' Christmas album all month long. I do walk the Advent walk. I do that, too. And I do my level best to read about John the Baptist and be expectant and wait patiently. But secretly, I'm a Christmas kind of girl. Part of what I love so deeply about Christmas Aside, of course, from the decorations, the good music, the good cheer. It's the mystery of it all. We are a secular world of answers. Fast ones, good ones, very, very bad ones, well-researched ones, briefly wikipedia ones. We know a lot about a lot in this world. And thanks to curious brains and phenomenal technology, we are learning in leaps and bounds. Answers are important. At a very base level, they help fill our human need to order the world. More importantly, they help us fix what we've messed up, cure what is ill, counter what is wrong. From the toddler's constant refrain of why, to the NASA scientist who answers the question, we solve puzzles and we answer big questions. This all brings me back to Christmas. Christmas has far more questions than it has answers. Why an unwed teenager? Was she really a virgin? Why shepherds? Did that star really travel? Was her due why in the world was her due date in the middle of a national census? Really, there was no room in the inn. Why was there only one inn? Theologians have been attempting to answer these questions for centuries. Some meaning has been made of these mysteries, but the reality is we don't really know. And so they remain meaningful mystery. And I love that about Christmas. I love that this is the time of year where we just sit with no evident discomfort steeped and surrounded in that which we do not understand. The reality of it makes no logical sense, even from its premise. God came down to be one of us? There is no research we can do to satisfy this puzzle or to justify both sides of this equation. We simply know We know that the baby Jesus was born of a virgin and laid in a manger. We just know it. We feel it in our bones, and we know it as truth with a capital T. There is little that is easy about faith. There are people who are looking for simple answers step-by-step guides for how to believe and get into heaven. And there are preachers who will give them those answers. I am not one of them. There are people who are looking for proof, perhaps historical or scientific or otherwise, to show that this stuff really happened. And there are historians and there are scientists who will give proof one way or the other. I am certainly not one of those. In this Google it and get it world, in this age of scientific data and hard evidence, faith is getting harder and harder to hold on to. Faith requires questions. And it requires, as part of our life journey, it requires us to struggle with seeking answers that may never come in that struggle we grow we grow as christians as people who believe in a god who never promised this day would be that this would be easy but promised through that strange event of birth that we celebrate today that we would never Never be alone. But there's something to be said for occasionally letting go of the search for answers and just resting in the mystery. I don't think this kind of faith is blind. It's open. It's open to the possibility that God does not follow our rules that God will not be pinned down by our need for easy answers. The kind of faith that seeks and seeks and seeks, but also allows room for the acceptance of mystery, is a faith that is flexible enough to endure the tests and the trials that every human being lives through. Perhaps the greatest mystery among them all is the great why. Why in the world would God have done such a thing as to come down here among this muck and mess? Why? Why would God choose to experience the stuff that we go through when God could just as easily keep a distance and do what needs to be done from afar? Why did it take birth and hay and milk and breath and food and dust and arms and legs and blood and death to get this job done? I'm quite sure I don't know. I have my guesses. And sometimes I need to explore those guesses to help me better see God at work in the world. But today, today and tomorrow, and for the next couple of weeks of the Christmas season, I'm not going to seek or guess. I'm just going to sit in the lavish mystery of it. I'm going to practice being okay with not knowing. I'm going to practice letting God be God. Big and perfect, and utterly mysterious. I invite you to rest here with me in this litany of unanswered questions, in this holy mystery. All we have to know for sure is that God, in the word made flesh, joined heaven to earth, and earth to heaven. So bring it Bring it all. Bring your anxiety and your anger. Bring your sorrow and your tears. Bring your great unbridled joy. Bring all of it to God and rest with me in this mystery that is Christmas.